Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the uh, final episode of Broke Box Office. <laughs> because I don't think I'll ever watch a movie again. Not, after not movie at all. Uh, nope. This, this ruined movies for me. Um, we are talking about Damned today, uh, 1998, and this show is Broke Box Office. Broke Box Office. Would you say that this movie damned all other movies to hell? <laughs> I feel like it sent me to hell. I felt like I was in hell when I was watching it. Yeah, this I was, I was gonna say. I think I paused. I had to pause this one the most to like take breaks. Yep. Of any movie that we've watched. Yeah. Just because it's exhausting. <laughs> I yeah. I put it on last night, um, after my wife went to bed, and I wasn't even really tired. And it's also a short movie, mm-hmm. but by the time it was over, I was like, I gotta go to bed. Like I'm. I w- <laughs> I wasn't even planning yeah. on it. I was planning on like watching this and like playing some video games or like doing something else, but I was just like, I'm I'm done. I mm-hmm. Yeah, it has that effect. Yeah. And I feel like <laughs> Wait, did we ever say our names at the beginning? Oh, no. <laughs> We're too distracted, too distracted by how terrible this is. I guess it doesn't matter. I'm Luke. Um I'm Zach. I was I was going to say I feel like we should we don't need to feel bad about making fun of this movie because no. the people who made it also know that it's bad. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they have gone on to make other things that have been very successful. So yeah. they're fine. <laughs> um, Who I are can those talk people? About... Well, I guess they're not actors in the movie. Well, yeah. Actually, m- most of the actors uh, from this movie did not go on to be successful. <laughs> but Well, that's a surprise. I, I assume it's because they probably didn't even really intend to. Almost mm-hmm. all of them... Uh, this is their only credit. Yeah, it feels like um, a lot of favors being called in. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, like, my dad's friend and, like, this guy I knew from church or, like, you know, something like yeah. that. That's what it feels like. Um, There's only, like, three people on the entire cast page that actually have their headshots up on IMDb, which is really? always a telltale sign. Hmm. But one of them is Jeremy Guskin, who played Jesus. Um he has done a lot of stuff nothing big but he went on to do you know a bunch of tv his you know he has two credits from this year wow um he has ncis and henry danger and room 104 and you know a bunch of tv stuff the orville uh again no big roles in any kind of anything that i recognized but like he's a working actor so good for him yeah um the other one who actually had some acting credits, I don't even know what role she was in the movie. I don't remember. She's credited as Play Angel. I don't know what that means, and I don't remember. Do you her think face. she's just like the model in the magazine? Oh shit! I forgot about that gag. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, she. I mean, she sort of the same thing. A bunch of smaller roles, but in like decent stuff. Like she was on the blacklist mm. and. Shades of Blue. She was in The Irishman. Holy shit. Um, as ice cream shop owner. Uh, Obviously so like, a big role. Yeah, who knows? But, you know, she's out there. She's working. So yeah. cool for her, I guess. Um, again, other than that, basically everybody uh, just has this one credit, except for there is one other guy I wanted to talk about. He's the guy who plays uh, Vinny, who is like the dude at the bar. You're the that, other uh, angel guy. Yeah, that Larry talks to. Okay. He doesn't have any other acting credits, but he apparently, somewhere along the line, became Steve Buscemi's personal assistant. Hmm. Um, okay. Because <laughs> like, that's where most of his credits are under um, additional crew, and it's assistant to Steve Buscemi for you know Big Fish and The Laramie Project and The Sopranos, you know, for, wow. the, for when he was on that. So that's interesting. I don't know yeah, how, how did that, he you come by that kind of work, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> but cool, I guess. That's that's the job, you know. Um, well, that's pretty much all I went. Well, and I mean, Sal and Murr are both <laughs> briefly in this. Yeah. And on Impractical Jokers, but. It's interesting. Well, I was expecting when you said there were only a few people who were, you know, continued acting. I was expecting, mm-hmm. I feel like the people who I was 
I guess the most impressed with their acting was the Moses and Noah when their little scenes together I thought were Yeah, they were cute, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, like, those two they dudes weren't noticeably did not have bad. <laughs> um okay, yeah. So I guess I'll talk about the Impractical Jokers guys because it's written and directed and partially produced by James S. Murray, as it says. <laughs> and People probably know him better as Murr from the TV show Impractical Jokers, mm-hmm. which um, I guess if you haven't seen it, <laughs> it's about these uh, four New Yorker kind of guys, and um, they challenge each other to do like embarrassing things in public, and then that's the show, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. We both enjoy watching it, which is why we thought it'd be fun to watch this movie. Yeah, um, I... W- uh- it's sort of polarizing which i didn't even realize until we were talking to our family about it recently and like our parents can't stand it and stuff and i don't know i don't really find it terribly cringy most of the time like every once in a while they do bits that make me go like Ugh. Mm. but a lot of the times i just think it's really funny i just think it's dumb and goofy and like yeah i mean there's different there's different types of challenges that they do and some of the types of challenges when they have to like i don't know mess with strangers like right in their face i'm like oh yeah I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah the ones that i like are the ones where they make themselves look stupid yeah yeah um but you know i, I guess in in terms of recommendations for this episode i would definitely recommend there's a bunch of the clips on youtube yeah um go watch impractical jokers whether or not you want to watch this movie we'll we'll see at the end <laughs> oh we'll see <laughs> as far as um his other credits i was interested just to like look um he has worked uh i'm talking about murr now james murray uh mm-hmm. he has worked on some other shorts earlier in the 2000s uh mostly it seems to be with the guys from impractical jokers the tenderloins as they're called um, <laughs> he also has some acting credits and other stuff which was interesting to me he was in an episode of bones huh. um and he was also in return to newcomb high volume two uh oh no it's called uh, return to return to newcomb high aka volume two is that a um, toxic avenger spinoff thing it is a trauma a trauma movie okay <laughs> yes um and he was also in the last sharknado colon it's about time oh my god and i guess they ran out of fucking subtitles for those movies because <laughs> that makes no sense um <clears throat> how many of those did you watch sharknado the sharknado yeah. i have never seen any of them None at all? None at all. Oh, man. I think I watched, like, the first two, yeah, and, and that was probably it. There was one, I think it was the second one, where this one lady's character gets eaten by a shark, and at the end of the movie, they cut the shark open, and she, like, crawls out, and she's like, I'm still alive. No. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I get that this is a stupid, goofy, crazy movie, Yeah. but I was still just like, come on. <laughs> um. The other two producers listed are Colin Leander and James P. Murray. Uh, Colin Leander had, like, I think one other credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I assume he's just a friend. And James P. Murray is the father of the director. Indeed. So he has no other credits. Um, I guess we should tell the story here. Yeah. <laughs> where yeah. <laughs> the reason he's a producer, uh, they actually mentioned this movie in an episode of Impractical Jokers where one of the punishments is James Murray has to like watch the movie with a big crowd in like a movie theater and then go up and talk about it. (laughs) Um, And he tells the story about how the movie came about because when he graduated from college, his uh, parents wanted to buy him a car. Um, And he said, instead of spending that money on a car, why don't you let me spend that money to make a movie? And this is the movie that he made with that money. (laughs) This is the movie. Uh, But like, (laughs) where did the money go? Where did it go? I'm trying to to <laughs> think. Probably equipment rentals and yeah. I mean, I guess we take um, it for granted that like locations. these days you can make a better looking movie than this on your phone. But like, I guess back in the day, yeah, they probably. I wonder if this was shot on film. Ninety eight. That ninety eight. Yeah. How widespread was digital back then? <laughs> Not very. Oh my god, the film was used for this. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even think about that yeah equipment and look like they're a couple like you know i assume all of the houses are just like his and his friend's houses but yeah that bar seems to be like a real bar yeah it's like a cool (laughs) spot locations i don't know man 
Um, music by Clay- Clayton Cafiero. Um, I was trying to think of, I can only remember one song from the movie mm-hmm. and it's that like, yeah, <laughs> at the very beginning and the very end. Yeah. Um, predictably this guy has no other credits. So I assume, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cinematography by Mark Sermon. He actually worked before this as a camera operator on Troma's war and the toxic Avenger part two. So Ooh. maybe that was how like Mer got involved with yeah, trauma maybe. later on i don't know but um then he worked on this uh he also did a short called the night ferris bueller died um, uh, i don't know okay. what that is but not much else uh, editing by drina lassard she has 13 editor credits between 1998 and 2005 nothing else i really recognized and then the only other person on the imdb is the stunt double uh sal volcano yeah <laughs> who is an actor in the movie, but he was also the stunt double for Mr. Baker. Um, oh my God. I looked at, at uh, his as well. He has a lot of the same credits as Murr. I mean, you know, obviously right. he has all the Impractical Jokers credits, but he was also, he was in the same episode of Bones that Murr was. Really? Um, and then I forgot to mention it during Murr's section, but they were also both in episodes of the TV show 12 Monkeys and the new version of MacGyver. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess they sort of just come in for like a little stunt, like, look, it's these guys. That's hilarious. Um, I want to see their episode of Bones. I looked it up. I looked some clips up. They are like, I don't know if they're playing themselves, but they are playing characters named Murr and Sal. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and they, I think they mentioned <laughs> Joe and Q at some point too. <laughs> so I, I was like, are they playing? Is this episode about the practical Joe? <laughs> I was wondering what? why Joe and Q weren't in this movie, but I guess yeah, Q I was probably a firefighter at this point. Probably, yeah. There was like one shot at the end of some bartender who looked kind of like Q, and I was like, oh, wait, is that him? But it's, it wasn't. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, that's it. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot more people listed in the credits of the movie, but I assume since they aren't on IMDb, they probably didn't do anything else. <laughs> um, well, cool. Uh, the, it, it, where, it, uh... <laughs> you know what? This reminded me of. Uh, structurally was uh, the Digimon movie. That's kind of true, I guess. Because it's got that same kind of thing of where like, it's not a, it's not one story. It's like three different stories that have nothing to do with each other that are just kind of clumsily uh, thrown together. Yeah. It's, it's, I thought you were going to say it reminds you of the Digimon movie because it's not a movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it, yeah, it's a bunch of you know what it kind of reminded me of. <laughs> well, no, even even that's not a fair comparison. I've been, I've started watching Frasier recently, and the the way those episodes are constructed is there will be like several interstitial titles throughout the episode, like white mm-hmm. title on a black screen, like it is in this movie. Yeah. But even in those episodes, the title like the episodes have sort of a single plot that just has sort of like sections of it, whereas this movie it's like you it's completely different characters that never yeah. never meet each other even yeah it really felt like mer had this idea for like three sketches that yeah. each you know by all rights should have been about 5 minutes long each mm-hmm. but instead it's 50 minutes long yeah uh. <laughs> yeah you've got okay so there's the what like teen jesus teenage jesus which i'm confused and that's that's the whole bit that's the whole bit uh-huh. the whole bit is that jesus is a teenager and he's uh rowdy and he's doing a weird accent like i don't he oh my god he's like trying to do sort of like i guess it was 1998 like some sort of like i don't know i don't want to say ghetto like like what, what would you call that I, yeah i mean it sounds like that it, it he's doing like hey yo dog what are you talking like it's yeah. like half half new jersey and half like wanna be yeah. hip hop guy. It's I don't know. not good. It's insane there's, sounding and the There's a he's lot got of these goggles. Yeah, he has fucking anime protagonist goggles. Um mm-hmm. there's a lot of nineties humor in this that that did not age well. Uh, yeah. Just like I mean I'll, I'll we'll get to it when we get there. Uh-huh. But there's so many non jokes that are treated as jokes. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And like this painful. this part of the movie that the teen jesus could be good for like a few laughs i guess where you're like oh it's you know jesus yeah. but he's being an asshole to as a sketch yeah exactly as like a five minute sketch um the other main one is 
I think almost completely without laughs. Oh my god, um, yeah, dude. Is the guardian angel who wants to be a guardian angel for a hot lady, but mm-hmm. keeps not being able to do that. And he's also a very sort of like New Jersey kind of guy. Um, and then I actually did kind of... <laughs> the, the part of the movie that I enjoyed the most was the third sort of like... It's almost a wraparound that's like also... Yeah within the movie all itself it's mysteries of the bible and it's some dude who's like oh it turns out all these ancient bible artifacts are in new jersey now <laughs> that that guy look I, I can say this now i guess that that's one of the examples of remember when you thought that um just saying a long eccentric name was mm-hmm. a joke yeah that's one of the things they try and pull off here and it's mm-hmm. not like i don't know why i don't know why it's not funny and it's it's really annoying and (laughs) yeah and it's the thing of where it's like his name each time he says his name it's a little bit longer yeah Uh, it's yeah i like you said i guess it's very nice like you know maybe they hadn't invented i mean (laughs) good comedy yeah and the the in the guardian angel one there's like when the dude sees his friend they have like a dumbass handshake they have like a dumb secret handshake. Yeah, they like, and like rub that's their eyebrows not or whatever. a joke either. Like it's just dumb. It's just yeah. I I was really hoping that when we watched this, like I knew it would be kind of like obviously low budget and cringy and like weird, but I was hoping that there would be like seeds of that kind of humor that you see in Impractical Jokers because I genuinely do think that um, they're like funny guys. That's why mm-hmm. the show works is because they're really funny. Yeah. Um. But there's none of that here. There's not yeah. an ounce of it. I. I mean, honestly, you know what? I think it kind of goes to show the funniest parts are when, and maybe it's just because I like recognize them and I like them. But when they show up in the movie very briefly, I feel like mm-hmm. you know Sal's there and he has some like goofy reaction shots and yeah. like Murr's there and he's sort of like runs around all crazy, and and <laughs> it, it, I guess it's telling that like they and you know maybe it's because he was young at the time but a lot of their comedy i think comes from them and like i the show is well written but i i think yeah they sort of make it what it is so yeah you know maybe if mur and sal and joe and q had starred in in this movie yeah it would have been something better but yeah you know imagine joe as the like a guardian angel guy or oh my god that would have been so much better yeah so i I mean (laughs) How 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 do you want to talk about this? Um, I don't know. I guess we can start with the Teen Jesus. Is teen I mean Jesus. the whole the whole first bit with Teen Jesus is basically just him and his dad Joseph, who is inexplicably like wearing a pillow in his shirt. I guess just to yeah. appear to be fat. Make it seem like he's I don't fat. know why, but <laughs> also his shirt says kosher and it's pointing down at his dick yeah i wasn't sure what that joke was supposed to mean (laughs) and the whole first bit is just the two of them just like beating up their neighbors yeah yeah um Um, and jesus also has like force lightning (laughs) yeah Um, yeah because because the the neighbors the bakers i guess Mm -hmm. um the woman of the couple is able to like overpower joseph Um, yeah (laughs) yeah now this is interesting. She's doing a thing that was very familiar to me, and I couldn't place it until a little bit later. She reminds me a lot, and I don't know if you've seen a lot of Mystery Science Theater, but um, Pearl from Mystery Science Theater. There's a, a lot of her in this character. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, the Joseph punches the the man of the couple into the sun. Yeah. And I was like, why is Joseph super strong? That's not like a thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they the whole altercation starts because Jesus hits the wife in the head with his basketball because Jesus mm-hmm. is like playing basketball or something, and that's it, I guess. I mean, he's like he doesn't apologize, and he's all you know, like we were talking about earlier. He goes like, "Oh, you got a fat ass too. You gonna blame that on me?" <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's awful. something. It's, <laughs> it's something just the else. worst. Um... <laughs> And then, okay, wait, I, I feel like it'd be hard to talk about the whole story at once because my notes are separated. Yeah. So yeah, then we're too. introduced to Larry, um, Guardian Angel Extraordinaire, as the, the interstitial title says. Yeah. And this one really is the worst. This one really, um, and I think it's because of the the guy, the actor who plays Larry, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is just so 
punchable. Like yeah. he's just the worst kind of guy. All of the all of the humor that he attempts to pull off is kind of the like kind of like you know with your eyes bugging out and it's fucking Looney Tunes humor. But he's also not good at it, and he doesn't understand comedic timing, and it's just <laughs> the worst. Yeah, it, it, well, I mean, I also really hated the fucking other dude, the, what is his name, Herbie? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He's doing the thing where it's like, oh, it's funny that he's, like, such a dweebus and, and yeah. totally annoying. And I was just like, I just hate him. I just don't like him at all. <laughs> Yeah, the whole bit is that Larry is, like, tired of being a guardian angel for this guy named Herbie because he's a weirdo or whatever, and he's, like, eccentric, and he's a dork. And then we, like, see Herbie's house, and also the way that they dress the house is there's just newspaper everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess that makes weird. you a weirdo. <laughs> he loves the news. What a nerd. <laughs> I was like, if you guys wanted to make him, like, a hoarder or something, then, like, go for it, man. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all, well, we also, maybe the newspaper is to clean up because we also find out through a weird line that Herbie is a nerd and he's a dork and also he loves masturbating. Yep. He does it all the time, according to Larry. Yep. This, like, is, a, this is a part as well where um, you start to see, I don't know, there was a take of Larry and Vinny talking in the bar where he made a mistake. Yeah. And they just used the take. <laughs> yeah dude what they was the other it. what was the other movie we watched where they did that i was trying to remember oh my god but yeah yeah this one it's it's the Vinny guy yeah which you said he went on to do stuff didn't you or did you he went on to be steve buscemi's assistant <laughs> yeah. oh right right right. okay um but yeah he, he has a line where he goes there's so many there's so much red tape and regulations yep <laughs> and i was like you want to redo that like what <laughs> yeah like come on just just go for another take I mean, maybe if they're shooting on film, they didn't want to. But it's right at the beginning of the shot, so they could have just been like, "All right, we right. take it." <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh. Okay. Anyways, all he all this scene is is about. Well, we find out there's some bar in Purgatory called Schmitty's, um, which I feel like that is also like I feel like because you know they do this in the Jackbox stuff also. Is Schmitty mm-hmm. is that like supposed to be like a funny name or I don't know. I guess Schmitty. It's, it's supposed to be kind of like a everyman kind of name just kind of a like hey it's schmitty but it's also like a name that i've you never see in real life like i've right, never heard yeah. of anyone named schmitty yeah i don't know um, anyways that there's also this running joke i guess running and it happens twice where <laughs> Vinny, uh no larry i mean ugh, orders a drink at the bar that's like is a bloody mary named after the Virgin Mary or whatever, like is I don't, that why it's dude, called? Dude, I have no clue. <laughs> he orders a, vir- no a Bloody idea. Mary, and everyone looks at him like, "What?" Apparently, that's real taboo in heaven for some reason. Maybe they just think it's gross because because <laughs> they, they're right. It is gross. Yeah. Maybe at least it's not a Caesar. Some clam juice in there. Nasty. That's part of Canadian culture that I will never assimilate to. <laughs> <laughs> Make my stand. <laughs> Um, yeah, later on, what is the one he, he, it's like a, I don't even remember. I'm sure I haven't heard I, about it. It's something I'd never heard of. Something it's like, like a, a red devil shot. or something. Red devil, yeah. And I don't even know like, what that is. Bleh. I'm yeah. sure it's just something with like Tabasco in it. Ugh, yeah. Anyways. Um, fuck. Now we get, <laughs> it's so funny that I think that both of us ha- seem to have this like, uh, rose colored glasses view of the terrible Moses and Noah bit just because it's slightly <laughs> less terrible than all the other bits, but it's still terrible. It's something. It's, it's just these two old dudes who are like kind of, kind of endearing and just kind of silly and just they're being Moses and Noah and they work at human resources in heaven and they just are like shooting the shit. Yeah. Basically. And we find out that. I don't even remember the context for this, but they're talking about, I guess, like why they have to work there or whatever. Yeah. And apparently uh, God is upset because when Moses was done talking to the burning bush, he pissed on it to put it out. Uh huh. And when Noah was on the ark with all those animals, he fucked them. He fucked all the animals. <laughs> and I'm like, one of those seems a little bit worse than the other one. Maybe. <laughs> I, I guess if you think about like, if he's pissing on God, yeah, um, that would be bad. But mm. yeah, yeah, Moses refers to it as Noah's Ark of Animal Loving. Yeah. Also, this is, starts also here where Moses 
says something and then he says the word shit but it's like bleeped out yeah they bleep the profanity which, which i, don't I get. was confused about yeah. like maybe this is the version that they showed to people on the tv show or something maybe yeah. or i don't know but it's weird oh my god what is my my next note is just this is going by so slow <laughs> mm-hmm it really felt so yeah. long. Yeah. Like the first time I paused it and it was like, oh, you're six minutes in. I was like, oh, God. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, but this um, this scene contained, as far as I can remember, the on- my only laugh in the entire movie. Was really? In this scene. With uh, the, next, the next Teenage Jesus scene. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so we skip over the- Him um, and Joseph. The Mysteries of the Bible guy. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. I don't even remember what happens in he that just, first Mysteries like, of the Bible. Oh, we, we we read the Dead Sea Scrolls, and it turns out the Garden of Eden was in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. That was also, like, we can read the Dead Sea Scrolls, can't we? Like, <laughs> it's not a mystery what they say. Yeah, They're it's just probably old. just written in Hebrew. I mean, like, yeah. it's not some crazy language. I mean, maybe we're totally wrong. Uh, yeah, I know. But, I, c- I could but... be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure we know what they say. It's not like a mystery maybe they didn't back um, in 98 maybe they found oh, out yeah. later maybe um but yeah that's just i don't know i feel like the you know obviously the name joke is hacky but yes. i feel like the delivery of the again i'm sort of i'm sort of grasping for straws here <laughs> I, I like the mysteries of the bible guy more than pretty much everyone else in the movie yeah um, so yeah, the, and he always just like pops up randomly. So the mysteries of the Bible and the Moses and Noah in HR are like palatable. It's it's tolerable. Yeah, the other two are just torture. And um, maybe it's because you can tell that there's like actual attempts at jokes. Yeah, and not just like doing shit. Yeah, yeah. And maybe um, it's because you don't see that much of it. <laughs> but I I gotta give credit. I gotta give credit to my one laugh which came from the teenage Jesus bit where mm-hmm. Jesus and uh, uh, Joseph are like going to rob this store for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joseph is supposed to like distract and Jesus is supposed to like steal all the stuff. And so yeah. it's Jesus pulling himself down a, a, a aisle of a grocery store, sitting in a cart and just mm-hmm. grabbing shit off the shelves. And he's yeah. like kind of singing to himself and he goes, canned peas mac and cheese stolen groceries <laughs> yeah that gave me like one good chuckle uh-huh. I was like, that was pretty fun. funny like yeah i like you can because you can because it's not like a joke really yeah i feel i feel just, like they were funny like, yeah they were trying to make it like a funny character right but that's the only time they were successful at yeah. doing that same with it's same with the uh, same with larry like i feel like Oh my gosh, you know what I sort of just realized? He reminds me, Larry reminds me of like Dane Cook. Mm. Like I feel like they were trying to go for that sort of characterization. But, you know, even if you're a fan of Dane Cook, which I personally am not, but like he's he's fine or whatever, but they even missed that mark. Like, yeah. But I feel like for for listeners, if you didn't watch the movie, that's sort of the ballpark that they're going for. Yeah, it's like Dane Cook, but also I feel like him, especially they, and I guess because they're from the area, but they're also like trying to do that sort of stereotypical like New Yorker, New Jersey, Staten Island kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Anyways, I I also, the one sort of running gag that I, I didn't like laugh at it, but I was kind of like, oh, that's funny, Um, (laughs) is every time they start a fight or start doing some dumb shit, Mary will pop up wherever they are and just be like yeah get him i like i was kind of funny hate to burst your bubble but yeah i noticed the same thing i thought i was like that's kind of weird like why is mary in heaven and then when i was looking at the credits for some reason that actress is just credited as two separate roles she's credited as mary and then she's credited as like angel oh what come on <laughs> so like it wasn't even a digital but that would be so funny for her to just like suddenly be there i know oh I, man because I, I clocked that too i was like that's weird why is why is mary in the bar in heaven yeah oh man well i'm just gonna pretend that it was her and that it was like kind of funny um but that is her in the convenience store right 
or is that a third oh character? i guess so i guess so yeah probably oh boy um anyways the, a light shines down from heaven and god's like jesus put all that stuff back i need to talk to you um and so oh, yeah jesus goes and sits in some sort of like conference room like where what <laughs> you know what it reminded me of this is gonna be some like inside baseball or whatever but it reminded me <laughs> of um that one movie that you did um, oh god which where, one i think it was the one where you it was either i think it was the one where you played like a demon man guy i i was in i was in a terrible movie where i played the devil one time yeah, yeah and the one where i had like the top hat on yeah and, off and i had the, the horns yeah yeah and didn't yeah. wasn't there a scene in that that took place in sort of a weird like rented out hotel yeah. room or something the whole the whole thing was in like an office kind of space yeah this this reminded yeah. this little part reminded me of that because it's just like yeah good okay, point you're yeah, in, a, yeah. in a room with sort of like gray felt walls and i'm like where are we mm-hmm. Oof. and it was about the same quality as that movie that i was in yeah in and, and didn't you say that your horns fell off like happens later in this movie yeah <laughs> they like were barely on because they only needed them for one shot and it was like the end of the day and they were like fuck it whatever just stick them <laughs> yeah um it was rough yeah so i don't know basically jesus is being like a teen and god's yeah. like you got a good job he just, just scolds him a little bit mm-hmm. and it's fine i guess and then and... herbie loves his breakfast yeah i feel like this is also for more herbie one of those like sort of non-jokes that people do sometimes where it's like oh this character's eating some weird stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah because he like he yeah it's like mustard on his cereal i think it ha- it has the whole movie has a certain amount of that like lol xd so random quality <laughs> to it you know what i mean uh-huh. even though it's like a little bit before that like it's yeah. a little bit of a, a precursor before to that, that but like yeah so uh, random. Herbie loves cereal. Yeah, and he and he loves talking to himself. Oh, and this is where I we didn't even mention Larry's going to try and murder Herbie. Yeah. So that he can yeah. go be a guardian angel for some hot lady instead. Which I don't know why he assumes that after Herbie he will automatically get assigned to a hot lady. Um, maybe he's just planning on killing but, until he gets maybe he's just gonna become a serial killer <laughs> until he's <laughs> gonna kill over and over yeah oh man um so he tries a couple things none of it is worth mentioning <laughs> no there's a i mean like he he locks herbie in the garage and then turns on herbie's car and then locks the car and herbie immediately starts to suffocate mm-hmm. um and there's like there's like, you know, if you're a logical individual, there's like a million different ways out of this situation. Mm-hmm. You can smash the window of your car and turn it off. You can force the garage door open and get out. You can do, there's yeah. a million ways well, was... out of it, but they make a whole fucking scene out of it. It's so in- insane. What I was thinking is like, do most garage does not have like a button on the wall of the garage to open the door like right he has yeah. to like try and get the the thing, remote out of the car and i was like do you not is that the only way you can open your garage door <laughs> yeah and also you know it, he has some time too like in a full garage you got some time before mm-hmm. you're in yeah trouble. it's not gonna immediately fill up with the yeah. exhaust or whatever but um yeah larry is stymied so he goes back to the bar to talk to whatever and here's where I want to ask about what the fuck they're talking about when they are looking at this, like, play angel. We saw it earlier, I guess. It's like Playboy, but with angels. Mm-hmm. Um, except, like, are people nude in Playboy? Aren't they? Like, what? Because yeah. the one they're looking at here is just some girl in a bikini. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I guess they didn't want to show a naked lady <laughs> in their movie. But I was like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I know then, what but, you're talking about. And they start talking about how she has shaved wings. Yeah. Which and I was like There's something about that that just sounds really uncomfortable and weird. Yeah. I don't like it. If you imagine like what cuz if you've ever seen like a plucked chicken, yeah. Like the wing would look like a weird little stubby nub if it didn't have feathers on it. <laughs> like is that hot? Oh, that's so angel? gross. Or like <laughs> Yeah, like imagine a person with little like nubs coming out of there. Like, yeah. 
It'd be like in... Um... <laughs> Dude, did we just have the exact same thought? Are you about to talk about My Hero Academia? Oh, no, I was going to talk about X-Men 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> when Angel is a little kid and he tries to, like, cut his wings off. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. I know, that was a, a really sad scene. Yeah, but... I was just going to talk about when Hawks uses all of his feathers in My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah, and he's it's got a little gross. short. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's you're baffled by like what they're talking about there's also we didn't mention earlier there's like very few angels have wings anymore i guess because there's like right. a new thing where instead of wings they have like a gold emblem uh, and, and only... they talk about that too and they do, and they show you know like a kind of a older guy and they're like oh the old timers wanted to keep their wings but it's again it's one of those things that is like i can feel you trying to make this a joke but it's not a joke and i don't get it and yeah like it would you know it would have been a funny joke is if because i assume they didn't have wings because it would have been expensive (laughs) oh right just been like yeah "Yeah, the wings aren't in the budget anymore or something like that yeah it could have been like oh it's like a sort of meta comment Um, (laughs) anyways we also find out here that there's like some rule that a guardian angel can't actively kill the person they're guarding right yeah Uh, but it doesn't matter anyways because in the very next scene herbie kills himself accidentally with a with a toy train right yeah uh um i was i was curious about that uh, i mean it hit, it does hit him in the in the face in the head i feel like um but it also is a toy train i feel like maybe they wanted to have him get hit by a real train but they couldn't afford a real train possibly yeah maybe it's a it's a metaphor it's like a stand-in for like you should assume that he was fucking around on real train tracks yeah it's um, real weird and it i they could have he could have just died some other way <laughs> yeah like they could have skipped the whole bit and just had him die in the in the garage with the car for also for no reason but yeah you know. or you know what i've i've worked on a movie where we had someone get like hit by a car and it's pretty easy to like fake that you could have yeah. just done that yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> anyways he's dead he's dead and what the fuck even yeah this is where this is where i'll be honest this is where my notes start to get really sparse because i it i just i couldn't handle it anymore this is where we start the running i guess a a running joke is it a joke of moses and noah are talking about like who would win right in these fights between like biblical figures and they're like cain versus abel oh obviously cain would win because he did in real life or in the bible yeah (laughs) um Samson versus Delilah. Delilah would win. Delilah versus Eve. I think they say Eve would win. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? I guess the idea, it's like, because, you know, I could see this being a thing that you would talk about with a coworker when you're bored at work. And I'm like, oh, it's kind yeah. of funny, I guess. Yeah, it's sort of like um, if you're like, uh, you know, uh, Spider-Man or Superman or whatever. Yeah. Well, obviously Superman would win. Like <laughs> <Spider-Man>, but... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Anyways, the there's some guy in line at the what is it the dm like the angel department oh, yeah, of motor it, vehicles that no i i was calling it human resources earlier but it's angelic resources angelic resources oh yeah um and all, all that seems to be happening here is people are waiting in line and moses and noah are like stamping forms so many never forms call anyone up to the counter dude yeah, they have, like stacks of paper my boy who's playing noah is going crazy with that stamp whenever it's uh-huh. on his close-ups so you can't really see what his what his hands are doing he's just going chunk 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 just mm-hmm. like clearly it's like he's stamping the same piece of paper. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but this has like i said i like these guys but there's a moment here that like fucking infuriated me oh man <laughs> I, do you know what I'm about to say? I, d- I don't. Hit me with it. It's when one of the guys in like the in the line complains. He's like, hey, can you move any faster? And then uh, Moses says, if I was moving any faster, I'd be kicking your ass. And then Noah like leans in real close to the camera and says, that made no sense. <laughs> and I was just like, then why did you write it that oh, way? Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, just have it be a goofy thing that he said. Yeah. Don't like... Don't... <laughs> oh god oh man yeesh yeah there's i like oh yeah that was it i i I was like right on the edge of my brain it reminded me of something Uh, (laughs) it was in um in (laughs) so okay how do do i start talking about this i mentioned mystery science theater earlier i also enjoy riff tracks 
um, yes. which is basically those same dudes making fun of like mo- more modern movies. Yeah. Um, and the Harry Potter ones are especially good. Um, and in, I believe it's the third Harry Potter movie when they're taking the defense against the dark arts class and they're talking about like, you know, fighting the Boggart mm-hmm. and how to beat the Boggart is you say ridiculous. And then, um, in the back of the classroom, Malfoy says, this class is ridiculous. And mm-hmm. then one of the Rift Tracks guys goes like, Hey, you can't make fun of your own made up word. <laughs> <laughs> and I just yeah, write, yeah. Like you can't like write something dumb and be like, wow, this is so dumb. <laughs> like, yeah. You can't what? comment on how bad your own writing is yeah um yeah anyways that's just it was i was like trying to think of that and it was gonna bug me if i didn't like get to there so <laughs> now back to the i feel i feel like this episode's gonna have a lot of like tangents because we don't want to talk about the movie yeah well because there's so little to talk about really like it's mm-hmm. i mean we finally get another mysteries of the bible segment yes. here which yeah. is actually fine mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a breath of fresh air it's about this um, this family that uh, keeps finding religious relics at yard sales. Yeah. So like they have the Ark of the Covenant and the husband likes to soak his feet in it after a long mm-hmm. day at work or like something like that. It's like whatever, it, you know, it is an actual joke. Like, yeah, formulaically it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know like I could see a way in which this could be funny. <laughs> Yeah, the, you know, you you see, um, you know, the their son, and they're like, "Oh, Ezekiel loves the Shroud of Turin. It's his <laughs> blankie now, or like something like that." Mm-hmm. It was kind of cute. Yeah, it's you know, and it's then, fine. <laughs> it's fine. And then we get to Le Finale, as the title says, and this is weird because this segment, all the segments have been like a couple minutes long so far, but there's like 15 minutes left at this point. When yeah. I saw the like little thing that said the finale, I was like, Oh great. We're almost done. And I paused yeah. it and I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I was mad. <laughs> uh, that, so Jesus Christ. Okay. I do have an, I have a note written down here. I don't even remember writing this. I, I wrote, <laughs> I'd literally rather be doing anything else. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Because this is when when Herbie, whatever the fuck, becomes a main character again. Yes. I thought we were done with him. Yes. But now Larry is like, all right, I'm going to get my new my new assignment. Um, and then he's talking to some other angel guy in line who's like, oh, didn't you hear? Now the new system is every guardian angel is paired up with another one. Right. And as soon as you hear that, you're like, oh, boy. Here I comes Herbie. Herbie. Well, I was just expecting it to be like some, you know, like gross fat guy or something. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realize that, like. I guess when you, because I, I was thinking like, you know, what are the mechanics of this sort of like, when you die, do you become a guard? I thought a guardian angel was like a different thing than just like a dead person. Wait, yeah, but good point. I, I, I don't like. Guess not. <laughs> the theology of this movie. Uh, oh man. We'll get to a certain part later that I was curious about. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, Larry gets teamed up with Herbie and. I don't know. Herbie is straight up wearing a tablecloth as a robe, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it it looks like a fucking like poncho that you would yeah. uh, like wear in like a terrible production of some sort of like racist Mexican thing. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh what why okay, Jesus and Joseph show up. Oh, it's cuz Jesus has to get a job. That's why. So Oh yeah, yeah. He gets a job at that bar and then they go to the bar. And we'll talk about that later. Let's just finish the fucking Larry thing. Yeah. Because they, he gets a new assignment. It's Jamie Peterson, a nudist. And as soon as you see that name and he's like, oh, a nudist. Awesome. It's going to be a hot lady. I'm like, nope. Jamie is sort of a um, gender neutral name. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of that word. It's going to be a schlubby dude. <laughs> it's going to be a guy. Obviously, it's going to be a guy. Um, and then. And they it go... is. Yeah, they do this gag where it's like there's a screen and you see the shadow of like a sexy oh, wait, lady yeah. taking clothes off behind the screen, and then she walks out from behind the screen. And it's a fat guy, and I was like, "How did that happen?" <laughs> yeah, it's what, like you know. I guess that's a a, a funny gag if you I don't guess, like yeah. know a million miles ahead that it's coming. Like maybe it was funny in 1998. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it so many times that I was like, "All right, just get to it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh yeah, we get an emergency broadcast from mysteries of the Bible. And this is where I start to get a little bit confused. I don't even remember this because this is the one where he says, Oh, Judas wasn't the one who betrayed Jesus. Right. We find out that Larry was the one who betrayed Jesus to the Romans. Yes. And then he like 
you know put the blame on judas and judas is played by Murr. yes which that's fun to see yeah. that that really sort of like brought me back to life late late in the film i was like oh and it's then Murr. he like left like a second later i thought he was gonna have like he has one line where he's like holy shit or something mm-hmm. um and that's all mm-hmm. <laughs> but so what is going on <laughs> this movie is about like teen jesus hmm. but also seemingly takes place after jesus has already like yeah. done all of the like stuff and and maybe he's like been resurrected because and now he yeah because like, judas is reading the bible right that's where oh, that's weird too I that's mean, and he like skips to the end and sees that he's been blamed and then runs away i found that to be kind of a and they're also little, on a random beach <laughs> well yeah you know they couldn't afford a garden to shoot at yeah <laughs> or like yeah, I don't know about the the precise timeline here. Yeah, because also you know all of all of the teenage Jesus stuff is very clearly you know like present day stuff. Like they go to like a grocery store. Yeah, so I don't know if and, Jesus is time traveling or. Well, what I was thinking also because later on the bakers show up at the bar in Purgatory, so maybe it's oh just God, like that's right. Jesus and Joseph and Mary are just sort of like hanging out in the afterlife somewhere and maybe yeah i don't know (laughs) and the bakers are dead too everybody's dead yeah i could yeah and then the only stuff on earth is the stuff with um herbie and and fucking whatever this like guy jamie yeah who do we ever see his face i guess we do it at a certain point which guy jamie peterson i feel like it's so oh yeah like all the shots are so focused on like look how fat this guy is yeah i think you do because also like he starts at the very end he's like doing you know, quote, 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 yoga or something. Uh, And he really is just like dipping his balls in Larry's face. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I I just, I don't even remember. Well, the Satan comes to the bar and there's like a big fight. Yeah. There's, that's, that's that's all that's left, right? (laughs) Yeah. There's a big bar fight and there's like Satan and then there's also Lucifer and I guess they're different people. And there's also Um, Beelzebub. There's also Beelzebub. There's also a bunch of other people. I didn't, I didn't, I wanted to write down some of the names because I like fucking, who cares? The movie's over. (laughs) Yeah. Please God, let it be over. Um, Oh yeah. The mysteries of the Bible guy like captures Larry. um, Oh yeah. But then later (laughs) on, Larry's just like doing his own shit again. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. This is where I wanted, just wanted to mention this. I don't know if you saw it. I briefly touched on it earlier, but in one of the shots of like Satan entering the bar, right at the very end of the shot, you see the horn just sort of like fall off his head and like mm-hmm. plop off his shoulder onto the floor. And I was like, yeah. that was pretty funny. You probably could have cut that like a little bit earlier. <laughs> um, and at, at some point in the big brawl, one of the angels yanks off one of the devil's horns also oh yeah <laughs> like on purpose wasn't that jesus and then he like puts it on his nose and like oh, makes wait, a weird yeah. dinosaur face yeah it was jesus yeah that's one of the shots that they show in the the impractical jokers episode mm-hmm. and i was like what is happening here? yeah <laughs> and yeah. i guess it sort of makes more sense in context but um but, 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 oh uh, man um yeah i don't care <laughs> it's over yeah it's so bad God, why is this episode so long? I'm looking at the time clock. I now. know. It's 54 minutes. This, this episode, episode is... is longer than the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I already said it earlier, but I was really hoping that there would be some, you know, sense of uh, like some of the humor that I love about Impractical Jokers in this, but there truly, truly is not um Uh it's abysmal in every conceivable way uh yeah please don't watch it do not watch it (laughs) (laughs) do watch clips of impractical jokers on youtube yes here's yeah do that i just realized this movie and i was thinking about why i hated watching this movie yeah when i do enjoy watching stuff like you know the room yeah or shit like that and it proves in my mind an opinion i've had for a long time is that when you have uh, watching a bad movie is fun, but watching a bad comedy is horrible mm. <laughs> because like, yeah. I don't know what it is. The comedy of the, of the movie comes from like them trying to do something and failing at it. Yeah. So when they're trying to do a drama, it becomes funny. When you're trying to do a comedy, it becomes not funny. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but I, every time I watch a movie, a bad movie and it's like a comedy, I, I just am like, I, 
Wow, I hate this. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I think I agree. Yeah. So don't don't go watch this movie. Yes. In my opinion, probably the worst thing we've ever covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, real quick before we get to the ending stuff, though, I have another little <laughs> segment that I wanted to ooh. input here. We got a voice message oh. um, for the podcast recently, which I want to play here. And then oh maybe my we God. can um, talk about. So here's the uh, voice message we have. Uh, this is one of your avid listeners. Uh, I'm wondering why you're doing a hidden video review. If we don't know what we're listening to, how can we watch it ahead of time? We don't know what you're talking about. Um, so I don't know that that was a good idea. The, the mystery review. I don't know. But anyway, so there. Uh, like the like the uh, um, amusement park rides, they do remind me of riding the craziness at uh, Disney World or or Disney Quest. Okay, time's up. Bye. <laughs> so that was our. Um, oh my god, I'm looking at my audio and it's peaking way more than when I talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> That was our our father who sent in a nice a nice yes. some nice feedback for us. Thanks for your concern, um, random listener. Yes, concerned listener. We'll, we'll we will uh, take your advice and make an effort not to um, do any more episodes that we don't let the listeners know of beforehand. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was in reference to our our Romeo and Juliet episode. Yeah, that so. one, that week definitely got out of hand because we were <laughs> there was life stuff happening mm-hmm. and I was moving and. Yeah, things were. But also, out I'm, of shape. I'm glad that he remembers me designing the crazy roller coasters at Disney Quest yeah. and making him ride them with me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing you could do is leave a voice message on our like <laughs> podcast page. So I didn't either. Hey, uh, if you do feel it, feel free you'll to get, leave voice yeah, messages. You'll get yeah. on the show. You'll become famous amongst our yeah. tens of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Um, a uh, follow us on Instagram if you would like, like to do that uh, at Broke Box Office, and then also give us ratings and reviews, and apparently voice messages uh, mm-hmm. wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. And email us at brokeboxoffice@gmail.com. Yeah. Send us uh, recommendations and stuff. Yeah. And then come back for our fully uh, not a mystery episode next week. Yes. <laughs> We're going to be watching a little documentary short called Heavy Metal Parking Lot. The one that we watched is, I think, the official one, 17 minutes long. It's on Vimeo. Yeah. There were some that were on YouTube that were like a half hour long, but I wasn't sure like what the difference was. So I right. wanted to watch the like official version, I guess. Which right. 17 minutes long. It's on Vimeo. It might be on YouTube also. Um, yeah. Go watch so it. yeah, check it out. Heavy Metal Parking Lot. And come back next week and we'll have a good time. Yeah. And sorry if anyone watched this. <laughs> yeah, maybe this was the one where we should have like not told people. This one should have been a mystery, yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Bye-bye. See you in hell.